He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. Uh, tears in his eyes, I guess, as he, as he lines up this last shot. He's got about 195 yards left. This crowd is going deadly silent. Cinderella story. Out of nowhere. Before a great keeper now. About to become the Masters champion. <laughs> It looks like I'm a rat. It's in the hole! It's in the hole! Welcome to week 63 of A Good Talk Spoiled. I'm James Richardson and I'm joined again this week by Barry. Hey Barry. Hey James. And Will. Hey Will. Hey James. Hey Barry. Welcome back James. Thanks very much. Welcome back James. Thank you. Thank you Will. Uh, I had a bit of a flu last week so instead of coughing for the error in the podcast I thought it was probably best not to show up. If anyone... So just to clear that up it wasn't me smashing him in the mouth. After his comments the week before that caused him to be out. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we, we said that, yeah, we'll punch you in the face. Oh, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll, work, we'll work with that. Uh, yeah. But if anybody wants to get in contact with us, uh, Twitter <laughs> is uh, at podcastgts, at podcastgts, or our Gmail is agoodtalkspoiled at gmail.com. And uh, this week, our own games, Mr. Thursday Strikes Again, Will, you're, uh, you're picking up some, uh, some level of first prizes at the moment. Yeah, I suppose my last four outings for the Thursday Opens have been win, third, win, win. The Jordan speed of down the downs. Yeah, you know, I just seem to like the course. Uh, <laughs> You've played it, it enough times. I don't know what it is uh, about the place, but every time I come here, it seems hard to leave. I must be putting something in the water. <laughs> so when you just drive in that gate on Magnolia Lane. Uh... Sorry for those people who don't know, I just did the Shooter McGavin double gun. Uh, well, no, it was good. Uh, what did you win last week? Well, what I, I what I what I won was uh, a, a, well, I got a top or something, but I put it in for credit. So I now have just purchased myself a thirty-six hole lithium battery for the last four weeks of golf. Nothing says sexy golf swag like a lithium battery. Thirty-six hole lithium. <laughs> thirty-six, battery. not even eighteen. You know. Hey, this is the way I roll. They yeah, do say, "Will, will you do last twice as long as most things?" <laughs> <laughs> they call me the lithium buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's because they can't shut you up. Yeah. Nothing better. I'm than not going to say another word for the whole podcast. <laughs> Nothing better than winning free golf gear. So oh, it's awesome going. Well, like a free, like it's realistically a battery for twenty quid. Yeah, boom. That's Four it. weeks of, of a fiver. Now, granted, I've put in a lot more money over <laughs> over, over the years. Over the years, <laughs> but you know, it's a good stretch, and uh, hopefully, long may it continue during, during the summer. You know. Uh, Barry, we played last Thursday mm-hmm. in the Open. Um, we got we got hollow court. Best, best not talk about that too long. Um, yeah. Saturday, how did you get on on Saturday? Hollow court part two. Um, yeah, so you didn't look happy. We weren't playing no, with each happy, other on no. uh, on Saturday, and to I say, was trying to hold a putt on seven when I heard of Barry. Ah, oh, Christ! <laughs> and then all I heard 30, about two seconds later was. <laughs> you can't blame the greens for a four. Oh, no. I was about to get on to my my drives weren't so much wild as like maybe close to ninety degrees to the side. I know some of them were way way, way off track, not good. So. Sorry, you were teeing off on five, and I was on the tee box on nine, and no, you shouted six. sorry on six, and yeah. you shouted four to us because it came across our head. No, it's a straight forty-five, which is a straight left ball. turn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but there is a shortcut there to the sixth green. Oh, no, there's not. Sorry, I just made a mistake there. That's you just a terrible shot. <laughs> I wonder if you go up to the 8th fairway from the 6th tee. Uh, no, that's, it's not going to yeah. work. Anyway, it was a really poor day, and uh, it was compounded by the fact that uh, the putts were not going in. 
those little hollow court holes were playing havoc with my mental game. So uh, I was happy to get off the course and leave golf. Yeah, give it a couple of weeks now. Those greens will be back. Probably. Oh, they will. Yeah, absolutely. And the weather, really the weather's been great, so they will come back as quick as oh, they ever yeah. have, if not quicker. So really looking forward to that and just put up with it until then. Yeah, yeah. you double played this weekend. I play. I played four days, four 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 rounds in four days. Amazing. I played Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I played on Saturday. Uh, sorry, on Friday with your dad and myself and two guys from the club went down to where the Pierce Parcels being held down in Kilcool and played oh, yeah, that for cool. the first time. Which uh, nice course, nine yeah. holes, and kind of have to think slightly around where you're where you're putting it. A lot of out of bounds and kind of creeks that you don't realise are there until you get down and go. Oh. Wouldn't especially, hit the driver on that, hole. especially foursomes as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, we played it as just straight Your singles ball, whatever, today yeah. um, on Friday, and uh, yeah, played Saturday. Um, I actually, from tee to green, I was really happy. I I just didn't putt particularly well, but um, not too worried about that. And then Friday, Saturday, uh, Sunday, I woke up really, really early after telling you on Saturday night <coughs> that uh, I wasn't going to play on Sunday. I woke up, couldn't get back to sleep, and then said, "Fuck it, fuck it, I'll go out and play." Friendship so, over. Yeah, so I got up and went out at half seven, uh, half seven and played with Brian O'Reilly and Mark Leonard and had a great round. Just really enjoyable. Brian's a great guy, though. He's yeah, really, really like, gets you into the zone. But it was really quick. Guy. It was really it was good p- tempo to it. Like we were three hours, I think three hours twenty for the eighteen holes, and we never once felt like we were running. We just played at a nice pace. And Brian's uh, like that. Um, you know, the mind guru and Happy Gilmore, like, you know, yeah, focus. Yeah, the ball you know, the wants to go in the hole. hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send the ball yeah. home. Yeah, yeah, James. Ball has Send its own ball. energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do Don't think... try and hit the ball. <laughs> Let the ball hit you. Yeah. I do, I, he's, he's so nice that I think he'd apologize if he beat you on countback. No, he no, 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 he's a competitor. Uh, no so man apologizes. He, he played, he played very, very well. Uh, I saw a score actually. Yeah, he played very well. And in fact, we all, like, I was within a foot of par in one of the holes and ended up with a four and um, just one of those days where I'm not blaming the holocore I've been putting really badly over the last few weeks so I'm not going to blame the holocore like Barry but um, you, you did go and solve the putting issues though and um, you bought your way out of trouble well hopefully yeah. success, as he looks at it because he actually brought his putter along this is the way he yeah. gets used to it it's like a girlfriend well I only, I only picked her up I, today I'd say he was on eBay buying a holster for the putter so yeah, he was just yeah. hanging on his waist the good thing about this is that Leisha doesn't talk <laughs> that's true and a lot more a lot cheaper than my current uh, fiance but uh, but the um the, no, we'll I went never, down ever to listen to this podcast. So no, actually, that's always that's, safe. No, that's safe to say. If I don't tell her that I've mentioned her, she won't listen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. so anyway, we just won't tell her that. Uh, no, I went down to four golf after we had been down, and we did a putter fitting with them. Uh, it was great. I spent about a half hour, forty five minutes going through. I'd say about seven or eight different types of putters between blades, regular, really heavy, really light, fat grips, thin grips. And uh, yeah, we uh, settled on the Odyssey Versa, Odyssey Works Versa, two ball fang, tank, counterbalance, all of which makes it a, just a ridiculously heavy putter. We need to create uh, an acronym for that because you're going to sound like such a cock saying that yeah. to people. Like, well, well, I don't intend on saying it. Odyssey two ball. But yeah, like it's or really. Just call it the it's the fang. It's the James. Call it the fang tank. Yeah. So hopefully, it, <laughs> like, and I'm, I'm moving to the uh, people who listen to this podcast this time last year will remember that Alan moved to the uh, Super Stroke fat grip mm. for a while and uh, found it somewhat difficult and I think moved back mm-hmm. out of it. 
but uh, I've gone to the fat grip now. Not not particularly massively fat, but it's probably the medium. I think it's the medium two, one. Is it? Yeah, and um, I'll go grab that. We can go through. And, and uh, it's counterbalanced as well. It's counterbalanced. So uh, so they they were saying to me that they reckon the counterbalance will possibly be the absolute uh, what most amateurs should be having now because it gives you more stability on short putts and it's virtually impossible to take the ball uh, the putter off the wrong line at takeoff. So, look, I have no more excuses. Tee to green, I was really happy over the last few days. Um, now I just have to start holding some putts. I had 41 putts on... 41 putts. So 41 points. Putts. 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 I had 41 putts. I didn't even know you could actually go that Well, that, that's, <laughs> that, 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 that you can, my friend. That you can. That's at um, least five, three putts. Well, that was, uh, yeah, no. I, oh, no, I, I had 90, I shot 91 and 89 on Saturday, Sunday, respectively. And I had 41 putts on Saturday and I had 39 putts on Sunday. So that's not just. Tells do they not just stop you when you hit over 85 shots? Is yeah, it not just like is that when, just goes, is no, that go your, home? Your coach throws in the white towel? Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Do, you, do they still count? Like, I, I probably they do, to, yes. I probably have to quit <laughs> if I had that many putts in a round. Like, if I have 34, I'm usually... Or you, the rest you, of the you, you had 40 only like two weeks ago. Do you know what the beauty of this is? I just don't keep stats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's so I can't have this conversation. way of doing it. Uh, so yeah, so look, um, we're playing in the four Best ball luck. tomorrow at the end of the day, and so hopefully, uh, hopefully the holocore won't want me we'll, throwing it back out of the bag. I will definitely quickly. put the game book up on live apps of James's maiden voyage as putter. Yeah, yeah, well, look, that will abuse. I have. Um, I've also got an in uh, one of these internal putter green things that are that you can use practicing inside the house. So I've got that coming now in the next few days just to mess around. In the if hallway. you're off single figures by the end of the year. Time for some deep reflection, I think. Okay. Anyway, on, well, to, I, on to the pros. I, I, I know. I just I just want to say, obviously, I had to play Barton Cup on Saturday. Oh and, yeah, uh, tough, a tough match we played against Killeen, and uh, just off the nice road. I think. Yeah, it's down by the Cape Town. It's off in Strathen, you know. Yeah. So it's a beautiful, beautiful golf course, and we had three matches at home, two away. Unfortunately, it came down to my match at the end. Uh, I was playing in Killeen, and. Uh, uh, myself and my partner lost on the 18th, which was a little bit disappointing, but uh, at least we got that far. You know, the canoe. So, congratulations to Killeen on a great victory and yeah. best of luck in the rest of the competition. Well, the only thing is that, in fairness, you didn't. The, 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 there was what, three games at home, three away, was it? Two so away. Three, three at home, two away. But okay. sure, that's so it's, it's, not, it's not necessarily, well, it came down to perhaps your result. It wasn't necessarily lost just on that. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. But it was just, it went, just, it's just, it's just so happened that it came down yeah. to me. You know, that, well, and my partner and our match, like, you know. Share and, that blame, Will. Share it. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it was good. It was good fun. And uh, it was, we had a great match. You know, there was like, it was birdies, a, eagles were winning whole. I chipped in from a hundred yards nice on one of the holes for to win the hole which was lovely and even the guys we were playing against came over and high-fived and the whole lot oh that's good which was nice like and they were said you know you come over and go no problem getting beaten by an eagle <laughs> well, that, well, it's, it's hard not yeah, to yeah, so was, but i have to say fun. for people who are in ireland and and, and dublin particularly or kildare killeen is actually a course that i really recommend playing i actually it's played it a good few times and i really really enjoyed it. a friend Tough. of mine's a member down there it's it's a nice course, and it, it, I wouldn't say it's overly expensive to get out. 
Um, if it's no more than you know, let's say the Glen, I think it's twenty quid, twenty five quid, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like it's well worth. It's well worth. It's well worth a look. Uh, and if you think if you get through the front nine and you think you've done okay, wait until the back nine yeah, because yeah. the back nine is where all the water kicks in and it's well, literally just a great, nightmare. Yeah, there's, there's holes that you kind of think you can just vomit down there, and there's water left. But water it's, it's right, even, but it's even the hidden the water. Like you know, even my partner Declan was asking me on Saturday. He turned around because Declan would hit. You know, the two of us would hit quite far. You know, off the mm. tee. And he was asking me, he said, how far is the water? I said, you don't have to worry about the water. And he goes, no, no, not that water. The other water. <laughs> the other can wait. It wasn't yeah, even the yeah. first hazard. It was the second hazard that there was closer okay. to the hole. I hit one drive on the 12th, which is one of their tough, one of their like holes that they like to win. Mm. You know, because it's tough, but normally the wind is in. But this, the wind was kind of with us a little bit. And uh, I hit my drive down. Um, and when we got up to it, the lad said... I don't think there's anyone in the club who ever has to worry about the second water. <laughs> it was up near the water at the green. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great, and then they have their 18th as a bit oh, of a nod to the uh, Sawgrass. TPC Sawgrass. Yeah. It's kind of an island green, not, not well, fully it, an island. It's not, well, it's, you've it's got, there's, there's ground on the left-hand side, so it's, it's you know, the, the big thing is the fact that there's just water in front of you, and I have to mm. hold my hand up and admit that I got caught out by the wind, and I went at it with a nine iron, and everyone that was on the tee box went, good shot, great shot, good shot, great shot. All of a sudden, the wind just held it up and it just plonked, literally, just before the hazard. It's like the 12th of Augusta, just a gust came up out of nowhere from the surrounding. Well, no, no, I'd say the wind was always there, it's just we couldn't feel it. You know, the yeah, way, yeah, from where we were, sheltered. It's a sheltered tee box. There. But we both agreed that there was 130 yards or something, we both agreed a nine iron was enough club and it Generally didn't even is. carry the hazard mm. and the flag was 20, 20 yards on. So it means I only got 110 yards with the nine iron. Ouch. Which it would, wouldn't be normally my shot. But anyway, congratulations to Colleen and well played to all my teammates. It was a good day out and, uh, and we need to fight another you'd, day. You'd be now dropped from the teams for going forward because it was all your fault. Because it was all yeah. my fault. Yeah. And I hurt my wrist. I hit a tree. Well, we'll, we'll, you know what? We'll tweet. We'll tweet a photo of your hand and people can get onto us at Podcast GTS if they want to hear that story. Barry, you've been looking at the Irish, t- uh, the Irish Open. That uh, is yeah. taking place on, on just, now. On five, some, on some superstars. Five weeks. Yeah, I only know that because that's how long. This is the weekend of my wedding, and I am now going on the Friday before the wedding. I'm going to the Irish Open with my uh, one of my groomsmen. We are going to travel the extra forty five minutes from the venue, and it's probably the last time I'll ever get to do these things before the shackles are put on my wrist. Well, you're, you're in for a surprise, or a pleasant surprise. It's probably the best field the Irish Open's ever had. Quick quick rundown of who we have at the moment. I'm sure there's more to come now in the next few weeks, but at the moment, the Irish guys, we have McElroy, GMAC, Larry, Harrington and Clark, the big names. There's a whole host of Irish PGA professionals who have got in as well, and a few more. We'll update that field closer to the time when we have the full listing. And the international stars, there are many. We have Martin Keimer, Garcia, Donald, Reed, Fowler, Ells, Westwood, Laurie, Alathable, Carlson and Gallagher. Is Dustin Johnson coming over? Yes. He is. Dustin yeah. Johnson's coming over. So many people, they haven't even got it up on the website yet. So it's really it's great. Henry Stenson, no? I haven't. No, I don't know yet. Because, of course, if Stenson does play, you'll probably have to leave the country due to well, the bar and order. You won't be allowed that, be that close to I won't him. be at your wedding, uh, <laughs> assuming he makes the call. <laughs> well, so you'd be sending If there's another number, I won't have to worry about <laughs> You can still send a gift, though. He's actually, he's actually writing it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Barry, no. Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, yeah, it's, it's really exciting, and a few obviously a few, few rumors flying around the internet that Tiger might announce to play it. Um, seeing as Rory and himself are both in the Nike's table, you never know; it could happen. Um, he famously played Royal County Down on three occasions. The first time he played it, he shot eighty four. He came back again the next year, shot seventy four, and then I think, I'm not sure if it was the next year, but the next time he came back, he had kind of figured it out and shot sixty four. So uh, twenty shots difference between the first and the third time. Yeah, so a little bit of experience and uh, that's the, like the difference you might in the, your game, James. <laughs> one of the best golfers of all time. It took him three rounds to I figure it out. So <laughs> my five denied. Yeah. Anyway, so look, it's got it's going to be great. One of the best links courses in the world, and we have it, and it's going to be such a great show. So we're all going. I've got season tickets for it, so I'm. Well, I'll be there Friday. You're there. Yeah, Friday. I'll, I'll, I'll get married Friday. on a Saturday, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be nipping up one of the Thursday and the Friday for sure. I might try to get up for one of the practice days. Maybe try to get a press pass, podcast press pass access. Because we kind of we did that last year, so hopefully they'll they'll allow. What does that do? Well, I put in an application, so we'll see what happens uh, if the nice lady catering in the European tour um, hooks us up. I can, you know, even just get in is great. You know, if you can get in one of the practice days on Tuesday or Wednesday, it'd be brilliant to get that kind of access when it's quiet. You know, you're fighting all the crowds. But you're talking about Tiger Woods. Just to come back to it, the, mm. the rumor is that he's going to play next year. Yeah. In the Irish Open, which is going to be held in the K Club. Supposedly in the K Club. Because it's Michael, Michael yeah. Smurf and Smurfett, yeah, good yeah. friends of Michael Smurf. I, I think it's very interesting that a lot of the guys who are coming over are talking about how great the course that they're going to play is, mm. and that they really want to play a competitive championship in down. In, in Royal County down. Oh, like, yeah. You know, and I think where you where you pitch, and you've always said this, Barry, about the likes of using the great Irish links courses for Irish Opens, mm. that this is attracting the world's best to the likes of Royal County down, Port, Port Rush, down to, you know, Hinch. Those kind of courses are just so iconic that these guys want to play it. Yeah. And that's why, that's why they also want to come, not just because it's the Irish Open. Yeah. No, I mean, there's a huge amount has to go to Rory McIlroy as well. I'm sure he's kind of promised a few favours about reciprocal appearances at other guys' tournaments along the way. So, um, like, like we've been saying all along, it's kind of a great... Um, load of factors all coming together into one great you know sweet tasting pie that the Irish Open is this year and hopefully if it goes off well and these guys enjoy it and the crowds are good and they really enjoy their time they'll come back year on year mm-hmm. you know like, like the likes of Seve like I was watching the Seve film the other day and he actually talked about the, there was a bit about the Irish Open and he was just saying like he loved the crowds he loved coming here so hopefully the likes of Ricky Fowler guys who haven't necessarily been here will come back I know Ricky Fowler when he was an amateur played out of Royal Dublin as a, a, a at an event between mm. Ireland and the uh, US but like these guys come back they enjoy the atmosphere they enjoy the crack and they'll come back again and again yeah and it can only just steamroll from there snowball from sure, there it, it, it just changes everything as you were saying I think last week or the week before that the more people that attend who are in the top 50 in the world mm-hmm. the higher the the order of merit the points, ranking points the, ranking yeah. points, the um, the the prize money, yeah. you know, everything starts going up and up and all of a sudden then it's recognised as a proper, proper yeah. golf tour. Success breeds success. It should be one of the premier events in the European Tour for, you know, the contribution Ireland has made to golf around the world. You know, we Is Justin Rose going? Did I hear that rumour? Not at the moment. No, I don't know. No, 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 the Westwood is... Uh, just should just make up any rumours and just see yeah, what, what, exactly. what gets going. Uh, well, Griffith is playing the Irish Open this no, year. Bad yeah. Oh, man. Bad risk, yeah, he's like Tiger. He just doesn't know. He yeah. might or he might not. <laughs> I've got my ticket, so... Uh. <laughs> yeah. 
And, and you bring your clubs just, just in case. case. Look, it's a good warm up for the lads as well with the the Open Championship in St Andrews later on in the year. You know, just test out the links game. Like I said last week, the week before, test out the links game. See what aspects of your game need to sharpen up before playing. You know, a major on a links golf yeah, course. Yeah, so. and, and talking about St Andrews and a very sad, sad day uh, for me is that the all-time greatest player in my mind, uh, Sir Nick Faldo, has announced that this is going to be his last Open that he's going to attend. So he's going to bow out. Um, he turns 58 during the, the 2015 event and he said that uh, the Open in St Andrews will forever hold a significant place in my heart. My fondest moments, you can hear me choking up here. A little bit. <clears throat> my, my fondest moments on my journey with this great sport are woven with pictures and emotions in this setting and it means a huge amount to me and basically it's uh you know a few people have come out and said you know it's 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 fantastic that he's going to to finish there i suppose the iconic walk over the bridge is where they all want to finish and mm. you know have you ever done it yes did it last year had a friend stag who went over to scotland over to st andrews for a, the trip played three rounds one on the old course the new course and then the castle course but yeah it was pretty cool got the photos it was it was the end of March, so it was uh, it was dry, but it was cold. So we played it in July. Oh, wow. we didn't have to have the mats or anything. Oh, amazing! Oh, we we had the mats, but we actually I just started taking the ball off to the side of the fairway to the you know to the which wasn't really rough. It's effectively fairway. Yeah, just I just couldn't handle those mats. They broke. Well, never Plus, we he drove there. the ball over to the to the rough most of the time anyway. It, yeah, it was purposely. It was, know, actually, purposely. it was actually when I drove onto another fairway that I had to take it off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it was, it's a wonderful, wonderful experience. Yeah, we did the same. We had the old, the new, the Jubilee and the Castle. Mm-hmm. Castle, the I thought, was the nicest. Oh, Castle. I didn't actually particularly like the old course, to be honest. <gasps> For all the history and all that kind yeah, of stuff. I was yeah, a golf course playing off the front tees. I was driving all the greens. Yeah, well, during the summer, you, you would. I mean, of course. It's a very short course. Uh, I'd love well, to I s- the ball a long way. I'd love to see it... Um, I'd love to see it like done up, you know, for a real test in the open when the rough is high and the course is really firm and fast. And I mean, it's, it's what did you what, go for? What did you go for, by the way, on the seventeen? Oh, what letter did you go for? I, you might have to explain that for the podcast no, listeners here. The shed. Oh yeah. Well, if anybody doesn't know, the seventeenth tee box is kind of de- you have to play across a shed that's attached to a hotel, <clears throat> and on the shed is written. Barry has a memory blank about what's written on it right now. Hotel, isn't it? It's yeah. the, uh, something hotel. Do you know what? I've been pushing... I asked the question, yeah. I can't even remember. St. Andrew's uh, Links Hotel. Anyway, I've been pushing my tee shots all day, so about 15 yards right, the ho- consistently all day, so I aimed bang over the, the left edge of the shed, assuming I'd just push it and it would fit, it would go... You double nice it. No, I hit it dead straight, right over the left edge, and I ended up in the rough on the left. I hit a four iron up to the right of the green, chipped onto the green, and missed my putt for par, so... But part 18, and that made me really happy to finish around the par. So. Yeah, so especially on the 18th. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a wonder, it's it's a wonderful it's experience. Yeah. It, it is something I think everybody should try to do at least once. It is very good. Um, well, So, yeah, moving, moving we on. We are going to move back to yes, the professionals right. now that yes, you've yeah. had your reminiscing about St. <laughs> Andrews. Um, and we're going to move to the European tour took place. Uh, the uh, No. No. Well, we are moving to the European tour. The Shanghai's in international uh it was in china and um now i'm gonna butcher this guy's name kurdech alfie barn rat alfie barn rat oh well if you say quicker yeah we'll give you an eight out of ten for james and he rallied um late on to force a playoff and then beat the chinese teenage sensation lee hong tong at the inaugural event and 
I didn't get to see any of this, but it was uh, they were both at twelve under. Uh, t- Tommy Fleetwood, Woodward Fleetwood was at eleven under, and kind of everybody else was also runs from there on. Barry, tell the listeners: was he value for money? Was it a worthwhile win? And uh, or is this one of those events that we? acknowledge, nod and move on fairly rapidly. Uh, I think you'll say it was quite a valuable win in the end. Uh, he went about it in a pretty spectacular fashion to finish. He rammed in an eagle put on 17 and they gave him a chance, gave himself a chance on 18 to win. He was Bad put though. Bad put, but he had he played a spectacular shot out of the fairway bunker to give himself a oh, chance yeah, yeah. to put. Um, it's, look, it's never easy to hit a good put under that sort of pressure, you know. Um... Look, it was very well. I was watching was, it. I was actually watching. You got to watch day. it. Yeah, you? I was watching some of it, and uh, they. It was like one of those competitions where everyone was trying to lose it. They were mm. trying their best to lose it. Everyone was just dropping shots all over the place. Now it didn't particularly look like the weather was all that bad, but if you saw the leaderboard, there was like I think about twelve people on ten under. You know, like um, David Howell, mm. um, all these kind of guys who had been doing better. Yeah, like Peter um, Uline was ten under. Yeah, Peter Uline. Yang ten under. Tom and they Lewis actually did well. England, 10 under, David Howell, 10 under. Yeah, yeah. yeah they actually good. did well. Some of them did well to come back from being two over during the round to get back to that score, whereas others actually had good yeah. weekends. Mm. A lot of those guys had good final rounds. Yeah, yeah a couple of 68. I think Peter Uline is going to be the one that's going to be most regretful about the Sunday. He shot a level par round and finished two off the playoff score, so... Well, after, after Barnard finished level par, like yeah. he, he was two over playing 17, you know, and that eagle got him back, you know, so... It was one of those days where people just looked like they were losing and your man, the 19-year-old, just came along and was just mm. popping in birdies left, right and centre. He wasn't exactly, you know, he wasn't as flamboyant as uh, be somebody. Yeah. Well, they were saying, Peter Uline, just when you were saying it, said afterwards that, uh, and this is a quote, uh, it was my first tournament trying to do some new stuff with my swing, so I'll take it. It's one of those things that might take a little while under pressure to get used to. So. He obviously, he was happy enough yeah, yeah, with yeah. it in the end. Oh, look, he's been a bit off the boil the last few months, so it's good to see him back. He's a super talented golfer. Um, Bubba Watson gave the um, sponsors a bit of value for the enorm- I'm sure, enormous appearance fee paycheck he received for showing up and shot a final round 65, 7 under, to finish in tied 29th. And he also had a load of fun doing plenty of social media about night golf, you know, hitting a lamppost from about 50, 60 yards away. Then his friend was dropping a ball from a height and he hit with a driver on the fly. So there's loads of Bubba Watson social media. Just to clarify that, that was night golf, not Nike golf. Nike golf, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, this is not, yeah. Bubba is not sponsored by Nike. Well, he's he's Oakley anyway, but I don't know. uh, And Ping. Ping, yeah, I think so. So, uh, funny thing this week, actually, um, Jared Eduardo Molinari is not laughing, but he got DQ'd from oh, the tournament. Yeah. His caddy had fallen a little bit behind on a walk between tee boxes, jumped on the back of a cart for maybe 10, 20 metres, just to get, give himself a quick boost to catch up to the guys. Didn't tell Eduardo uh, that he did it. It was a two-stroke penalty anyway, so Eduardo posted the score for the day, signed his card, and it was subsequently he was DQ'd because he didn't declare a two-shot penalty. So... The uh, just I don't know. Would you fire? Would you fire your caddy for that for being one being stupid enough to do it and not knowing the rule, and two being enough of a moron to not actually tell you that he did it? I think the second bit's the worst. Not Whatever about yeah. making the mistake, yeah. you might have just thought, you know, I'll jump because we, we, I had this down and down in the lanes years and years ago mm-hmm. where I lost the ball caddy. and a guy said that the ranger said I can give you a lift back to the tee, and but, then there was a whole yes. thing about whether or not I was allowed to use it if I was in play and all the rest. So. 
in the moment of madness, you do what you 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 know you do what you think, and you mm. don't think about every single rule. The fact that he didn't tell him, I think, is the bigger criminal events there. You know, it's a bit like your man a couple of years ago who tried to throw the fifteenth club out into the uh, into the rough. <laughs> you know, where he was trying to get rid of it. Like you're not going to get away with that. You just no. hold your hands up and say, "Sorry, Gaffer, I made a mistake." Was that woozy? Um, no, Woozy I, fired his caddy because he arrived up yeah. onto the first tee with the no, no, two, it was, two, it was drivers. Yeah. two drivers. Yeah. But um, but I, th- I look, that's the bit I have a problem with. Mm. It's interesting because on Saturday morning, um, sorry, on, yeah, Saturday when I was playing with my playing partner, he lost his ball, went back to the tee box, drove the ball, had left his bag, and out of the hole of the fairway, what does he go and hit his bag? He hit his bag. Oh, <laughs> not only, not only, not only did he hit his bag, but it like arrested underneath his bag. And myself and the other guy, I wasn't, uh, he was marking the card. I said, should we tell him? And he goes, no, just, you know what? We'll, we'll tell him at the end of the hole. If, if he's scoring, then we'll just say, actually, look, it's a two-shot penalty. Yeah, and all the rest. Yeah, yeah. But let's not just blow it up now because he still has a chance. But I do think you say it before he signs that card when he's walking into the tent yeah. to say, by the way, Gaffer, look, one thing here, you need to change that from his... There is, a, there is an angle seat. that he may not have actually known the rule himself, yeah. which I think is even more reason to just go, listen, you're gone. If you don't know the rules and you're a caddy, you should be... Well, I actually got, I got caught an interesting one there when we were actually practicing down in Killeen last week and I hit a drive. Okay, so <clears throat> the way the hole was set up was that <clears throat> you played one hole and you walked off the green and then you had to walk back a little bit mm. to the tee box. So generally, it's kind of like the A to the seventh to the eighth. Sure, you yeah, could leave your golf bags there, but this is realistically, there's not much room to do anything with your bags. And if you bring your golf bags back to the tee, it's actually causing more of a, a blockage mm. than anything else. So, uh, I hit my tee shot and it was a terrible, terrible drive, right? It didn't get over, I'd say two foot off the ground and it smashed into one of the other guy's bags, right? Now we were only having a bit of a laugh. It wasn't a serious game. We were playing make the foursomes, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I turned around and had the cheek to turn around and go, uh, just to let you know, I get to replay my shot. And they went, why are you getting to re- re- replay your shot? I said, because the rule is, we're playing you in a match, therefore you're my opponents. The fact that my ball hit your bag means that your bag impeded my golf ball. Brilliant. So therefore I get to play. And I genuinely believe this was the rule in match play. And my partner then turned around to me and went, no, you're actually wrong there. The fact that you didn't get him to move your bag, it being in the way in the first place, means that you're actually penalised. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I went, the rules no. according to uh, Will is a much better set of rules. Yeah, I, I, yeah, Will's rules. I, was, I, I actually have to clarify that because it didn't affect us you know, in our matches because when we actually came to the golf course on the day in Killeen, I made sure to leave everything behind. Well, was like, away. But that it, was just an interesting one. I have to it was on the, just, just, just to say, it was on the fifth hole in Glen of the Downs. He was by the bunker in the gorse on the far right-hand side. He could have literally hit anywhere else, uh, anywhere else. Left, like literally anywhere else. It'd to be the 150 left. yards like, wide. Like myself, area. myself, and my the, the other playing partner <laughs> said, if that had been the flag in the middle of the green, he wouldn't have had a fucking sniff. Of <laughs> 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 like it was just one of those moments where you just go, "Sod's law." It was, and, that was like Bagger Vance, wasn't it? In the film, did you ever see the Legend of Bagger Vance? Oh, it's a great movie. Where he turned around and uh, he was your man was practicing hitting golf balls in the middle of in the driving range in the dark. And your man, Bagger Vance, Will Smith, started walking up the middle of the field yeah. towards him. And he goes, what are you doing walking up there? You're, so, you're going to get hit. And he goes, I figured the safest place is right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> <That's true. laughs> 
It's a, um, it's a great movie. The, Do you like my accent? Yeah, yeah it was wonderful. We're going to move now onto the women's LPGA and the Lottie Championship presented by Hershey out in Hawaii took place over the weekend and Sai Young Kim won in a playoff over Inby Park after uh, chipped in on the 18th to make it to the playoff and then on the second hole shot for Eagle on the uh, second shot for Eagle on the first playoff hole won it and I keep trying to find places that I can watch the LPGA I still have not been able to locate it so if somebody out there at Podcast GTS can point out where we're possibly able to get any sort of uh, coverage. They're great on the social media. You can watch, like a lot yeah. of the Facebook stuff comes up, but um, but in any event, congratulations to, to Kim. Um, on the LPGA website, they do a, kind of a three-minute highlights package, but it's just not enough. You know? No, and that's what they put up on their Facebook. Yeah. It's all aimed, I think, at Facebook. Um, but they, yeah, they are. They're excellent at the social media, um, to be fair to them, and the PGA Tour as well. The two, they're, those two... Are very very good at putting up you know small videos and snippets all the way along. PJ Tours plenty of highlights all uh, yeah. on their website and so does the LPGA. So but the, yeah, a live feed would be good. So watch. it would it would be great. Uh, the over in the US PGA Tour, the RBC Heritage in Harbortown Golf Links in the Hilton Head Island in South Carolina took place at the weekend. And uh, congratulations to Jim Furyk who after. Pretty much four years of heartache. One hundred competitions. And is it a one hundred competitions? Ninety nine since his last one. Yeah. yeah. Um, turned that, out that to right? be the winner. It was, yeah. Oh great! It was okay. ninety nine yeah, starts yeah. since yeah. his last win. Uh, in that time, it, it, this is really ridiculous. Like most PGA Tour pros would kill for this kind of stats. Like he's had seven runners up, sixteen top fives, thirty one top tens, and he's won a small little sum of money: fourteen point eight million dollars. FedEx as well. Uh, since that time no since his last win his last oh, win was, was the 2007 FedEx yeah so he's just been amassing serious amounts of money from his but but he in fairness he uh, look we've all know his problems over the, the the 54 hole lead and not being able to see it through on the final day mm. he came from behind this weekend yeah. to do it so obviously that possibly got that monkey slightly off his back that at least he's got the win Jim Furyk is a player who has always been there or thereabouts and just as you say the stats Seven runners up, 16 top fives, 31 top tens. That's why he's a guy who is still always hovering around where he is yeah. in the world. Number uh, six in the world. Number, number five now in the world rankings. He's there or thereabouts in pretty much every kind of tournament you put, you know, that you see him playing. He's never that far out of it. Mm. And it is nice. Like, I have to say, I saw the reaction that he gave when the, the, the putt, just to, to, to kind of go back. He was minus 18. Kevin Keisner. Um, also finished minus 18. They went into a playoff. I think they both birdied the first mm-hmm. playoff hole and then uh, Kaisner had, uh, I think he had parred and, and Jim Furyk had 12, 13-footer, you know, and it went straight in the front door and the reaction is a man who after 99 yeah. or 100 tournaments since his last victory pretty much was relieved to yeah. get it. Like, I, I, I he was... What was the weather like? He, he was he was celebrating before the ball even went in the hole. <laughs> it was a bit breezy at Hilton Head this week. Actually. Yeah, it was quite challenging. Was there not a, but some on the sort of a bit of a controversy there with some American American channel turning off. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I, 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 I was trying to lead you into that. it. Sorry. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but this is this is the interesting <laughs> thing. One of the country <laughs> trying, trying to set him up to say he didn't actually watch the tournament. No. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, they, this uh, this came out that uh, just at the point where he's about to hit his his winning pot, as it turned out, uh, one of the networks that was covering the feed. 
went to their uh, weather report oh, yeah. to not say anything other than that weather warning that was, you know, set out like <laughs> two or three hours ago. Well, that's no longer there. Yeah. Weather's pretty good right now. <laughs> and back to the golf. And it's all done. It's yeah. all done and dusted. And uh, of course, the, no, no, nobody's any the wiser. But, uh, look, yeah. it's, it's great. Congratulations. To Europe, you know, like, as you say, up to fifth. Speed another good round. Like, he, he really looked so disin... Well, sorry, there was a lot of stuff going around Twitter and uh, Facebook over Thursday that went, oh, yeah, Jordan Speed, you know, he turns up, wins wins the Masters and really doesn't give a damn about this. You know, these lower tournaments. Shoot 74. You know, shoot 74. And then the following day he goes out and shoots, what, 60, 62, Two. 9 under and is right back in the tournament. Didn't quite make it over the line. But, but just to show you... Finished with double bogey on Sunday to just drop outside the top 10 of the tournament. Yeah, it's, no, you, but like, first of all, Thursday he arrived having not looked at the greens at all. He sent his caddy ahead yeah. of schedule to do all the, the, the work, work, the prep work. So mm-hmm. he literally got up there and was smashing driver. No practice ground. No practice, no nothing. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is that they put up a stat on the TV to say that he's the first uh, winner of the Masters since 2007, I think it was Zach Johnson, to mm-hmm. actually turn Continue up, up. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. the next competition. Well, I heard that anybody who asked for an interview, and we failed to do this, but we will next time he wins a major, uh, <laughs> anybody who asked for an interview, he did 48 interviews in something like 48 hours. Oh he uh, virtually... Back to back. Anybody who wanted yeah. an interview, he did an interview, either TV or radio That's or whatever amazing. it was. And that, you know, I, and I was ta- I was listening, I was about to say I was talking to Butch Harmon, I wasn't, I was listening to Butch Harmon the other day. <laughs> and he was <laughs> saying, tell the future. you know, yeah, Butch Harmon was saying, look, here's a guy in Jordan Speed. Probably said a kid. That it would, but he's 21. Yeah. He should be going out and playing the RBC because he should be wanting to win more mm-hmm. tournaments playing. Like, Anybody who wins a captain's prize in their local club wants, wants to go back out and keep playing. Like on Thursdays, you know, you just want to keep winning on Thursdays. So well, you just turn up. Probably won't have as many media commitments after winning the captain's prize as Jordan Spieth did. After well, I've actually been Masters. asked to come. I because of the fact that I'm going now double open, they're looking to see if I can make the actual triple. So they've actually invited me back, and they're going to have TV coverage there on Thursday. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's great. Nobody's going to be live watching. streaming it on Twitter with the new Periscope app. Does not. <laughs> Okay, but well, then that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, there's no shot track, no pro trace So look, uh, there was a few other, I suppose, uh, Luke Donald uh, finished tight, tight 15th, uh, not a, not an overly bad week for him, um, and Ian Poulter, tight 18th, Russell Knox again, that man, I swear to God, someday I'm, he's going to make me a fortune. Graham McDowell, in terms of the Irish perspective, tight, uh, tight 26th. And Alex Cheka, who came back in from the web tour where Dov came back, has actually been putting in some pretty steady numbers over the last while. Uh, well, since he won a few weeks yeah, back, yeah. Like he's uh, he's now tied like tied thirty one this week. Um, in a, like, I think it was Puerto Rico Open yeah, that he won. And so. This is the kind of course that uh, the older generation players can compete with the younger lads on because it's it doesn't require you to bomb drives out there. Requires well, a strategy. Yeah, so Jim Furyk. If you remember, I don't know. Was yeah. you telling me about that stat before? Was it, someone was telling me about the graph that they did on all the drivers? It was Jack Nicklaus who did it, and they were showing the stat. And like the graph was that you had to be the farthest out and up mm. in a line, right? And if you were the highest curve and the furthest out, you were the the best driver. Yeah. But they had McElroy was the best because of his accuracy and distance. Mm. But Furyk was actually second because he, he although he lost forty yards in distance. He was actually more accurate. Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. he's the most accurate driver on the tour. So when you're going in against trees in RBC, 
he's going to win it. Yeah, no, it's it's great to see him win it. You know, after all the kind of heartache and you know that celebration was a serious release of pressure and energy. And it was, sure, it you was never know what's going to happen. Joe, I think it's great to see that emotion out of a player winning a tournament. You know, too often it's just this like gentle fist bump or like oh yeah. He actually was like, yes, I won. And Afi Barnrat's Barn celebration was complete beast mode. He was there. Oh, he went mad. He was really like mean. pounding his chest like, God, uh, like um, Godzilla. Godzilla. Not Godzilla. King no. Kong. King Kong. That's yeah, the yeah. one. Thank you. I was like <laughs> mixing up my mythical giant. The one thing I'll say is that, you know, you know, you kind of get into it. It's one of those decorum kind of things. Like your man Afi Barnrat, when he actually did win it, he didn't shake hands with people on the green. Did and stuff he Because like, he was just in his own little world of like having won the competition. You forgive him, but at the same time, it's it's it was like when Martin Keimer got that put in the Ryder Cup. Sorry, no one going off topic yeah, here. Yeah, but when yeah. he got that put, he ran off to the European guys and never actually shook the hand of. Um, I, I think I think at playing? times um, uh, can't remember now. Um, play, man, he plays uh, he plays a lot with, with the Tiger, very good friends with Stricker, Steve Stricker. Yeah, look, there has to be kind of. A little bit of allowance or forgiveness for these things that happen. They happen in the emotion that in the in the moment, and you can make an apology afterwards. You know, of course, um, and you can just slip like ten grand into an envelope. That's a happy enough apology, and you're still walking away with like over a million quid. So, like, who cares? It's all about money. It is happiness. <laughs> so that was the week that was, um, and I suppose looking ahead this week to the LPGA is the Swinging Skirts LPGA Classic presented by the CTPC. Out in San Francisco in California, Lydia Co defends. Um, it's a par 72, 6,925 yard. Um, Barry has a note here that it was redesigned in 1929 by Alistair McKenzie, who was the architect of Augusta National. Mm. Was that just a little fact for people, or was just, there anything more to Just what's something that? I picked up in my research around the internet about the event this week. I think it's one of the fun- How dodgy was your internet search when you put in swinging skirts? Uh, <laughs> <coughs> um, is, yeah. it, is it a real thing? It is the swinging skirts LPGA classic. Yeah, it's a, I don't know, a little bit suggestive, but... Uh, sure. anyway, it's a bit sexist, I believe, actually, to be honest, but sure. It could be a business... I'm not sure. Um, it's well, we'll have to check that up for next week to we, find out whether yeah, it's sexist we, or whether it's just a case that it is a company. We'll tread very carefully while we're at it. At the moment well, we're talking about it. The European <laughs> tour <laughs> is moving to. <laughs> I'll just keep my mouth shut. Europe before you're taking off the air. Uh, <laughs> the European tour is moving to the Volvo uh, China Open in Shanghai, and this is Alex Levey's uh, defending. No, that's Levy. Levey was uh, Thomas Levey. Yeah, that's L-E-V-E-T. Yeah. This is L-E-V-Y. Uh, Levy is... Uh, yeah. Levy. Alexander Levy, then. Pronunciation is, uh, police here. Uh, but the odds at the moment this week, and uh, Paddy Power paying five places on this, uh, Tommy Fleetwood is Fleet. at 20 to 1. Um, Alfie Barnarat is 20 to 1. Emiliano Grillo is twenty two to one. Alexander Nareen is twenty five to one. Pa- Even Pablo uh, Larathabal twenty five to one. Richie Ramsey is twenty eight to one. The defending champion is twenty eight to one. And Gregory Bo- Bordy, boom, um, twenty eight to one. And then kind of out from there. Um, Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood. Sorry, forty I to one. Tommy Fleetwood was a very happy man. He got himself into the top sixty-four of the world rankings, so which means he's play. now into the match play. And um, Thomas Bjorn unfortunately got bumped out, but um, 
you gotta play, you gotta play tournaments. He took a week off, you know. So Tommy Fleetwood gets to go to Harding Park now. He jumped to fifty fifth time world, in yeah. two weeks. Oh great! Um, anybody going to be having a look at this, or is it going I'm to be useless at this? I no. picked Poulter last week for the RBC, and like although he came back strong in the last round, he was pretty much abysmal for the set, the third. Yeah, round. I, I, I maybe it was a bit of a Masters hangover. Was a I, Masters I really liked it. Yeah, well. I thought it was pudding. Um, I'm back. definitely yeah. going to have a quick look at this. Uh, a look at this event over the weekend because they have invested over a hundred million dollars in this golf course. Yeah, I know the golf course looks amazing. So it's they wanted to be one of the top ten in the world. They have imported over thirty thousand trees. Um, so it's uh, they've got flowers, they've imported rock, sand, everything they needed. They've they just imported in. Augusta National for the weekend. <laughs> I mean, they, they just move so it back to, I, I to Georgia. I think it's definitely going to be worth a look. It is a mostly tree line course with a few water hazards hanging around. Uh, the rough isn't too penal, so they um, they could put some birdies in there. Yeah, I'm liking Tommy yeah. Fleetwood. I don't know. It's just something about the kid. He's playing playing for moment. Uh, yeah. Emiliano Grillo is playing phenomenal. He's got one of the best uh, stroke averages on tour this year. I mean, surely, surely he's going to crack the the winner's circle soon. He's just he keeps knocking on the door. Many weeks in a row. Yeah. So, um, Peter Uline is forty to one after after contending last week. I'm gonna back Peter Uline. I think. You gonna go for it? Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Well, the I suppose the other the other side of the pond, going the other way from China to the US, is the Zurich Classic of New Orleans. Surprisingly, is taking place in New Orleans, Louisiana. <laughs> Um, and the betting on this is uh, Jason Day eight to one, Dusty Johnson eight to one, Justin Rose ten to one, Ricky Fowler fourteen to one, Keegan Bradley eighteen to one, Harris English twenty five to one, Billy Horschel twenty eight to one, Brendan Steele thirty five to one, Sean O'Hare forty to one, Jamie Donaldson forty to one, Justin Thomas forty to one, and Nick Watney. Jesus, a lot of people on forty to one, and Steve Stricker on forty to one. And then you kind of go out from there. And I'm liking. I'm liking. I just love Jamie Donaldson. I just like his attitude. I think he's really cool. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. I know. His results haven't been really, uh, you know, the best of late. But uh, I just love his attitude. It's going to be a birdie fest this week. Yeah. Even though the course has been had its best kind of winter, they were reporting its best winter. So it's going to be in the best condition it has been for many, many years. It's a big field. Uh, it is a big field. It's a you're gonna, big field. You're going to need uh, this week. To, these are these are crazy greens. Like right? they're kind of done in sections with huge undulations in between them. So you need to have your approach game on on key. And if not, you're, you're, you, know, you need to back it up with a bit of good scrambling. And the, the par fives are definitely they're very beatable. And um, this is one of the easiest par seventy twos on tour. So uh, they the guys should be chucking in loads this week. Justin Rose, I'm going to go. So, Justin Rose, like and Jamie Just looking at the the stats here, like driving accuracy, Justin Leonard. Brendan DeJong, David Toms are coming in kind of top three and then you're looking at Greens and Regulation, Lucas Glover, Harris English, Russell Knox. Um, you know, so it'll be interesting to see um, the guys at uh, Golf Betting Systems are, are kind of backing Sean O'Hare, Morgan Hoffman, Scott Piercy and uh, Lucas Glover and, and a few others. Um, so uh, it's, it's an interesting field because after the kind of top kind of 10 12 players it kind of moves into it opens out a little bit like, yeah like a lot of guys that you know maybe not household names once you start moving down that field um so it might be for for one of those like the brendan de jong's like he's uh you know 60 to 1 there and uh, russell knox 66 yeah. to 1 you know guys might break through who's 
kind of just under the, the radar yeah. over the last few weeks. De Jong certainly doesn't, uh, he's got no fear of it going low at all, scoring very low in a low scoring event. And Harris English as well, he likes to shoot low, though he's been really killing himself on Sundays recently. So, um, yeah, it'll be a nice one to watch. I haven't found an angle on who to back in this event, so I might actually just have a emotion-free Sunday and watch the golf without backing anyone. Uh, well, I'm going to stick with my usual. Uh, Paddy Power are paying um, six places at the moment um, in relation to it. I'm sure there's better value out there other than Paddy Power. Um, I'm probably not going to have a nibble until maybe Friday or Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, depends on how much uh, I get to see um, over the course of the weekend. That didn't stop you last week making a tidy little profit on Bedford exchange. What did you do? I... Barry, so I was trying to explain Bedford to me yeah, over the weekend. I just don't have a clue. So. I, I didn't understand it at all. Barry kind of gave me a fairly quick rundown of it. And I went on to the exchange. And as people know, I've been kind of doing the Saturday into the Sunday rather than pre-tournament. And I just went on and uh, I was between Matt Kuchar and Kisner. Um, now, can you explain to the listeners your logic of selecting Kevin Kisner over Matt Kuchar, who's a much more proven yes, well, well, golfer? I, I sat down Tour. and I looked at all their stats and I decided that, to be honest with you, Matt but, Kuchar was 6-1 to one and he was 12-1. to one, So I said, I'd rather put my tenner on the 12-1 to one because I'd rather get 12. Stats in the shredder. <laughs> yeah, I, got, I, I, I worked on the basis of I'd prefer 120 euros rather than 60 euros return so I put my tenor on him and I wasn't actually watching it because between the rugby the football and a raft of things on Sunday I was actually just following it on on the uh, on the iPad mm. and then all of a sudden Barry had explained how you can like lay off the bets and all this and I went oh wait a second hold on this guy's doing really well you know what I just don't trust that he's going to go through with this so I ended up laying off and got something like 40 quid even though he lost which you know, it was ten or into forty as well. So, you know, hold a second. One. so you actually so what you're doing I is you pretty both. much you yeah, okay. I so backed him to win and I backed him to lose. But when I backed him to win he was twelve to one and then he had come in when he was basically about to enter into the playoffs, his odds were much shorter yeah. and I then backed him to lose. And so I did you, used did you have to put another tenor down? No, I no. used the profit that I was. So I bet used I, I used the equity that I had from the. Don't ask me, I'll explain it off air. My just sounds well the link to the betting guide episode we do. Uh, it is important. Uh, no, but, I don't want to know. <laughs> it's actually, but I basically used the profit. So I was. I was so the 120 euro that you were going to win, you were able yeah. to use some of that up to lay off against lay off. what you were going to so, equity. So I, I was, if he won, I was going to get X, and if he lost, I was getting four. And so it really didn't matter at that stage. I was I was winning either way. So you took the um, loser bet. Well, I took I took the basis of I'd rather take you know forty quid and give it a go. Mm. Especially I wasn't watching it, so I didn't really know what was going on. So I was just happy to, to kind of bail out. Um, made, so, prop, made profit on the week and they've got more money to bet next week well look it's as, as, as I said to you over the weekend I said look sure if you had offered me 4 to 1 on Jim Furyk I'd have given you a tenner and taken 4 to 1 mm-hmm. so I basically that's what I did um, so it was good it was it was interesting it, it was more an experiment I'd yeah, never well used done. Betfair so um, and obviously it, it made made the someone was trying to explain the exact same thing to me though over the weekend and I just couldn't Understand it. You need to. You need to actually do it. I think. Yeah, yeah. And there's a very few. There's a few very good uh, videos as well online with how you can what they call green book your 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 bets and then get free bets and all the rest. So, um, look, 
we will not bore anybody any further about the best yeah, sorry, 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 yeah. Um So, look, I just want to say thank you to Barry, thank you to Will, uh, thank you to the listeners. Um, if you're playing and if you're anywhere around Ireland at the moment and with this gorgeous weather, I hope you're out getting mm. golf and getting to play golf. And uh, we just want to thank you. If you want to get in touch with us, Twitter at PodcastGTS, at GoodTalkSpoiled at gmail.com. Um, and we're on Facebook and all of the other social media. So uh, get in contact. Let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about, any views that you want us to give. We'll certainly uh, deal with that. So Thanks, everyone, for the iTunes ratings. We're kind of sneaking up the charts a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, yeah it's absolutely. great. So tell all your friends to keep downloading us, even if they don't listen. Really? It just gets us up the charts and yeah, more people can find out and kind of hear us waffling on about all things golf. Brilliant. Yeah. So cool. on that note, thank you to you guys. Thank you to the listeners. See you next week. Bye bye, huh? Well, you're fine. Bye bye.